Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601-825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. Unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with my good friend and yours, Mr. Sean York Caron. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. So I saw you uh, went to the concert last night. How'd that go? Man, so we went and saw Train. Yep. And, you know, look, I thought it was, this was going to be kind of one of the things where I was just appeasing the girlfriend. She likes Train. And I bought the tickets when they did that $25 all-in ticket buy you can do during the summer. Yeah. Man, I I have to say it's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Not that I'm the biggest train song for song fan. The band was very tight. The songs stayed to well, he blended in some covers with it and stuff. It was really, really well put together the show. The guitar their new guitar player is from Biloxi, Mississippi, which was kinda cool. Mm-hmm. And he was great. One of the best guitar solos I think I've ever heard. I mean, it was Hotel California, you know, Yeah. You don't screw that up. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? But well, uh, you shouldn't, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah you shouldn't. And he just a just a great front man. People were throwing him their cell phones. Yeah, from from like front row, he was popping selfies and throwing them back. Now that may sound cheesy on the surface. It's kind of cool though. Actually, but, I can see that. Yeah, but it's engaging, and mm-hmm. you know that people dug that. And yeah. now they're going. What are they going to do with that selfie? They're going to put it all over social media, mm-hmm. and they're going to promote train for free. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, if you get front row at train, you may get uh, he may get your phone and take a selfie, and people care about that kind of stuff. They do, and like you know, like I like I told you this morning when I got here, I knew who they were, but I didn't know a single song until you said that I knew every single song. The minute you said what songs they were, I was like, oh yeah, I remember those people. But yeah. I just didn't, I just didn't remember anything that they had sung just by their name. Yep, uh, really, really good band. Uh, again, <laughs> you know, look, I'm going to go on a limb here. They're from San Francisco. I'm sure they're. Flaming libtards, so you should love them. Yeah, I, I, I just it was it's that it's that late nineties, early two thousands like pop rock that I didn't really like that yeah. much. I just I just wasn't into that music. Like you know you know what I'm I talking about the Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock. Me and too. That's that what I yeah. liked. I liked Limp Biscuit. I just actually watched an interview with Fred Durst and Bill Maher yesterday. It was really, really good. It was really good. It was yeah. really good. De- Fred is way deeper than I think people would give him. Credit I know for. he is because everybody just thinks he's this violent dude because he had all those altercations you know with people over the mm-hmm. years and uh, yeah. I've, but I man, I was I love. Limp Biscuit for years. And that's kind of the music at that time that I was listening to. I wasn't listening to Train or what we were talking about earlier, Smash Mouth and I mean Third Eye Blind. You know, those just poppy rock bands from that time. Yep. Yeah. That, that. So I think country music just went through that mm-hmm. that same phase that pop rock was in in that, yeah. that late nineties, early two thousands mm-hmm. with a lot of these blue jean blue jean short country music, blue jean shorts, pickup trucks, cold beer country music. Yeah. You know, very very. uh Put together, it you know, seems it's a, like, very systemically put together. All the all the mm-hmm. songs sound the same. Went through the same thing with hair metal. Yeah, the, the end of the hair metal stuff in the towards ninety ninety one before Nirvana hit. Mm-hmm. I think country music getting off course a little bit here. 
country music is having its Nirvana moment right now. And and what I mean by that is how Nirvana came in and ended hair metal. It did. 91, yeah. yeah. Nevermind came out, and then it just, that was the new era. That was it, and then grunge came in. And it only only ran for about four or five years. Because at some point, people get tired of overly depressing, overly real mute people get back yeah. to wanting to be happy but i think that goes with the ebbs and flows of what's what's america going through right yeah because i mean in 91 that's when 92 is when we had a recession yep and those things were going on they came the in gulf war the gulf war and um then nirvana actually and then it started kind of like a domino effect because then you had pearl jam come out and Soundgarden. Soundgarden. i mean just all these amazing bands that i still think that 1991 to 95 era is maybe the best era in music history and just in my opinion other than the late 60s so in very similar political environment as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and, similar, but, you know. and just like right now. So back back to my country music analogy here about it being very much uh, their Nirvana moment. Country music's been is let's just pretend it's the hair metal of the. I see, like the eighties of country music. Yeah, right, very right. manufactured, mm-hmm. poppy, uh, very radio friendly type stuff. Um, and then boom, a guy like Zach Bryan. Yeah, you know, comes in like a. Like a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. It's just a dude with his guitar, and he's number one album in the country again. Yep. Just sold out an entire tour in advance, day one again. And now you're going to, you start to see guys like the Oliver Anthony guy come out of yep. nowhere. People it's, want real music. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly believe that they want to hear stuff that's real. I don't think people want to be happy right now. I think with the political climate, uh, we can say what you will about the Ukraine war, your opinion on it or not, whether you think we should be there or not, or if we should be involved or whatever, that puts a lot of stress on people. There's a lot of political stress on people with the Trump Biden. I think that's a good point you're making about like, you know, yeah, I mean, because it's everything's just such so polarized and angry, and, yeah. and everything just so everything every news cycle we're watching is making us upset. It's not like nobody has like this feel good moment during the day ever when you turn on the news because it's always just this yeah. all this vitriol, and that's a good point. I think you know that was happening to a certain extent at that point in the. In ninety one, ninety two, but um, I mean, I don't know if it was to this extent. We didn't though. have the social media then. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't, you couldn't see it all that was going on. So, so I think you're seeing and in, in countries the last four or five number one albums. I've been country. It's the, it's the it's country's greatest number one songs, the number one album streak on the charts ever. It, that's. I mean, I've listened to this now. I've been starting to listen to it and uh, like Oliver Anthony and all that stuff, and it's great. It's really good music. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and at the last. You know, ten or whatever. Every time I turn on country music, I'm like this stuff is horrible. Like this poppy yeah. junk that's that kind of reminds Georgia me of the, line. Type yeah, stuff, that's what yeah. I mean. I'm like, I can't listen to this. I was like, why do people even like this? Because I like old country music. I really get into that. I think it's really good stuff. But like all the stuff like, over the course, like since Garth Brooks, has just been this, you yeah. know, pop mess. So yeah, and I think guys like Cody Jinks helped usher this in. Whiskey Myers, they're not country. They're more Southern rock. But when you don't know what to call it, you call it country, right? Americana, that's, that's kind of how the music business works. If, if we can't put a title on it, they got guitars, it's country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's alt country. It's, it's whatever the alt country has now become the mainstream country. And this will run for three or four years. Yeah. And, and, and record labels are going to start signing everybody that sounds like this. You're right. It'll get saturated. <laughs> that's what happened in the 90s. Yeah. The same thing. You know, it'll get saturated and uh, it'll be rinsed, repeat. Then in three or four years, depending on where the world is at, people are going to want to feel happy music again. In comes mm-hmm. the Daisy Dukes, Blue Jeans, and, yeah. uh, Big hair, pretty girls, cold beer, pickup truck stuff again. That's. I mean, I hope rock music does this though, because I mean, I don't. I don't know about you, Clay, but I can't even name a modern rock band these days. I mean, maybe two or three, but uh, I'm yeah, just kidding. I mean, but I just like since 2005, I just can't really name anybody. I can't either. Um, you know? I used to would listen to. I had XM, and I would listen to like the newer 
some of the newer stuff, mm-hmm. just so I can learn new bands. Uh, I think the last new band I learned, and I can't remember their name. I discovered one the other day that I'd never heard of. And I look, and the song's like 10 years old. A band called Hammerfall. Okay, yeah, I don't even know who that is. I mean, it kind of sounds like a newer version of Iron Maiden, but I added it to my favorite I'm going to check so that out today. I've been <laughs> checking it out. It's like, I am the one who lost control. Huh. I mean, just that big operatic, yeah. opera, opera-esque rock sure. metal kind of stuff. I, I love that anthemic type mm-hmm. music. But anyway, I don't know. I just uh, I, I said we we weren't going to BS yeah. to open the show. We were going to jump straight into stuff. But man, you you asked about that concert. Yeah, right just it gets you know it goes into. That. I mean, the, the only new I'll person be at, I'll be at Three Doors Down Candle Box. I was going to speaking of a nineties uh, bands, not Three Doors Down. I love those guys. I've had a great relationship with them since mm-hmm. really dang near day one. Uh, used to could call them up and get backstage for any show, and I don't, I don't have their contact numbers anymore. Right. I think they got different management and everything too. But their original manager, Kenny Vest mm-hmm. from Biloxi, runs big. He's the he's the big boss down there at Triad Communications, yeah, which owns ninety seven point nine CPR and you know a cluster of radio stations. I am still friends with Kenny, but he's not their manager no more. Anyway, I digress. Candlebox, yeah, super duper excited about seeing Candlebox, and it's really just a Kevin Martin solo band because he's the only original member left. To Is he okay? I was I was so, asking somebody this last night. I couldn't remember who was still in the band. So I brought them to Crazy Eight back in the early two thousands. Okay, you know, and it, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I mean, Kevin Martin is a true rock star, mm-hmm. and this is their last run. Is it? But this should be their last national tour. Because how old is? I guess they're probably not much older than us. I would think. Right? They were very young mm-hmm. when they, when they broke. So he's early fifties. Okay, that's early fifties. They were they they were like seventeen, eighteen. People don't realize this. When Candlebox broke with you and Far Behind and all those mm-hmm. mega hits, they weren't even old enough to drink yet. Cause that was what ninety four, maybe. I'm no. gonna say. 94? 93? 93, 94. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in that era. Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of at the, towards the end of the grunge stuff. Mm-hmm. They got signed on the coattails of all that. But here we are, 30 years later, and they're one of the last bands standing. Yeah. He's one of the only lead singers still alive. Because there's not many of them. You know, we've had alive. that conversation. Sure. Yeah, we've had it. I mean, they're just, uh, they didn't make it. That era did not make it. I no. guess maybe that's the depression thing. Yeah, that well, it is. About, it was, that, that was like people, real life people dealing with real life problems. Of course, everybody deals with real life problems. Yeah. But. You know, Lane Staley and um, Scott Weiland and just passed. Forgot something to apologize for me on that. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, uh, what's it called? And uh, Chris Cornell. I mean, Chris Cornell, yeah. Let's take a call real quick. Yeah. Hey, Nathan, you're on there. What's going on, Clay and Yurt? What's up? Hey, what's up? How was y'all's morning? Good. Pretty good. What you got? I, I thought y'all was going to play a little music for us. Anne Marie wanted to tell y'all hello. Hi. Hey, good hey. morning. Good morning. You want me to call? I was taking her to school. I got you. Well, y'all have a great day, man. Y'all be safe. Y'all too. Stay blessed. Have a good day at school, sweetie. All right, brother. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning to all the kids out there in the cars. We appreciate y'all listening with your parents. I would have been mad as Hades if my parents made me listen to talk radio <laughs> on the way to school. Put it on 94 ticks. That's what I'd have been screaming. Put it on 94 ticks. 98 rock. Z Z one oh six back when they played New Rock. <laughs> when they played is it I don't even I haven't listened to Z one oh six in I don't know how many years. They, do they play rock music anymore? Well, they actually played the stuff we've been talking about this morning. Now, I, I, oh, that's now classic rock, obviously. Of course, uh, that's the, even the nineties. I mean, because you think about it, if you were sitting when we were in high school, like in nineteen ninety five, the the stuff that was in the sixties was classic rock. Yeah, but that's about as far away as we are now to the nineties. Mm-hmm. We do like the same same time difference, thirty years, pretty much. So I want to circle back to the country thing real quick. And, sure, and put a button on this thing. So when when metal when when hair metal got killed by Nirvana, 
And that's not, that's not really what happened. Hair metal killed itself by being so watered down. Nirvana was just the, the, the nail in the coffin. When, when that happened, I was not a fan of grunge music. That's when I turned into a big rap music fan. I went okay. to, I went the complete other direction and became a big rap music fan. Cause it's, that all came out at the same time. Around, all of that. Yeah, around, yeah pretty much the same, same time. time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I leaned more in that direction cause over in South Jackson, it was more the, that was the culture. Yeah. More so over there than what was happening, like the grungy big city kind of mm-hmm. deal. And anyway, but now, I, I never got into this blue jean booty music. That's what this country music is. This, con- this version of country music is the booty music. That's horrible, of, of too. Country. Yeah. yeah. It's like booty music rap. Yeah. It's booty music country. It's mm. like your Luke Bryan's. And I don't dislike Luke Bryan. It's all fun. It's got a place. I'm just saying. And I ain't got none of it on my phone. Right. You know what I mean? Anyway, now I'm super ready. And maybe it's just where I'm at in my life. But now I'm super ready for this real more, I don't like to use the word depressing, but comparatively speaking, this depressing reality music. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what I want in my life right now. I don't want manufactured pop. I want real. Some of the rap music lately I've noticed is coming out. It's, it's starting to get back to that roots. I've no, Just some things I've noticed. Talking really, about rap? Yeah. Man, rap got so bad. It did. It got terrible. I mean, it got, it got horrible. But now I just notice there's a little turn in it. Look, I mean, I'm, I know I'm a 40-something-year-old Republican white guy talking about rap music, but I, if you know me, you know I love rap music, especially anything through about 2005, mm-hmm. that, that crunk era, that, that Atlanta when, when the South really had its moment. Sure. And then after that, man, it just it slid downhill, and I haven't cared for I didn't. I wasn't a Kanye West fan. I wasn't a really a 50 Cent fan. So really anything from like then on. I mean, they, kinda... they were all right, but they were like the last of the – what I consider good, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so. it, maybe they all they just went through that whole era where everything was just became poppy, and now mm-hmm. everything's just mumble rap, like the mm-hmm. Migos, which I actually have a few Migos tracks on my workout playlist. Some of their stuff's all right. Yeah, some of it's not bad, but then like yeah, they're the originators of the mumble rap, and then after that, it's just a bunch of watered down, you know, questionable guys. You know. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break. Come back. We're gonna jump into some stuff, man. Epicentotopia, Mississippi. Ten-year-old black kid was arrested for peeing in a parking lot. Mom says it was racism, and they're trying to sue the city now. Let's talk about it. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Run. Hey, guys. Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601 502 3529. They offer roof to curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601 502 3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, get out to Martin's downtown. Tonight is steak night. Let's see who they got playing live real quick. I'm a, Look, I, y'all got a promise for me. I'm going to try to keep these live reads a little shorter, but look, man, the, 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 these things pay the bills. These things keep this train rolling down the track these live reads so you know we got to be appreciative and make sure the message gets across for these businesses too so I, I did get i did get your email complaint the other day and i do appreciate constructive criticism but uh at the same time 
at the same time, you know, we got to make sure we get the message across. Uh, these guys, these guys, uh, break bread with us. We're gonna break bread with them. Look, man, what's today? The what's today the ninth already. Yep. Uh, no, no, eight. Well, yeah. tomorrow night, tomorrow night at March, yeah. you got Scott Levi Jones and the Holy Cow. That sounds like a blast tonight. Jesse Cotton Stone Band. That sounds like a great time. But look, get out there tonight. It's Martin's. It's Ribeye Steak Night. And coming up soon, man, local favorites, national recording artists, very successful band. The Weeks are doing their 10th anniversary tour. It'll be at Martin's, October 20th. Mark the date if you grew up a Weeks fan. And look, <clears throat> get out there. Uh, let's see here. It's almost Fertile Ground. Oh, today's Fertile Ground Friday. Come out to Martin's today and get any Fertile Ground product. That's a lo- that's our local brewery right down there in Belhaven, Sean's favorite place. <laughs> Other than Martin's. Other than, Mar- yeah, Martin's Other number one, Martin's. but I do love the beer at Fertile Ground. Yes. That's good. I mean, also Martin's on Sunday. It's uh, the first NFL, sun- first NFL Sunday. Yeah, and it's so, on this Fertile Ground. It's $5 a beer. $5 a so beer. Okay. Check that out. Check that out. And look, real quick, and I'm going to move on. Today's lunch special is um, not fried catfish, fried chicken. Amen to that. Go get you some fried chicken today at Martin's downtown for lunch. Get out there. Come back tonight for dinner. And, of course, all their stuff's available for delivery. Check out martinsdowntownjxn.com. All right, Sean, let's jump straight in, man. Yeah. Uh, let me cut this up. We're, I'm going to let the news story. It's about two minutes. Let them tell the story with in full context, and then I'm going to give our opinions on it. Quantavius Eason's mother said he was put in the back of a police vehicle in charge. They want the arresting officer fired, among other demands. Of course met. they do. It's a shocking sight to see a 10-year-old in the back of a police car. He's like, yeah, I got to arrest him. He just can't do that. He made my son get out the car, told my baby to put his hand behind his back, and they took him to the patrol car. Latonya Eason says on August 10th, she and her son, Quantavius, went to visit a lawyer's office. She says the business didn't have a public restroom. Quantavius relieved himself by his mother's car in the parking lot. All right, so I want to paint a picture here. The parking lot is a city street. Okay. The parking lot's a city street. And was seen by a Senatopia police officer. I said, well, you know better. I said, don't let it happen again. So the officer was like, you handle it like a mom. Just make sure he don't do it again. He can get back in the car. That's when Eason says four more officers showed up, including a lieutenant. And after some discussion, her son was put in the back of a police vehicle and charged with child in need of supervision. You don't put my child in a cage. Would you have put your child in a cage? Would you have put a, a white child in a cage? There it is. There it is. There's the racism. Cage. If it had been a white child, you know what? He probably wouldn't even stop I think about testing that theory. Anybody got a white 10-year-old I can borrow? We go to Senatobia, let them pee on the street. That's right. Absolutely. So I'm going to fight to the end. I'm going to fight to the end. Quantavius was released the same day. Senatobia Police Chief Richard Chandler posted to Facebook 11 days later saying one officer is no longer employed and others will be disciplined. He went on to thank the public for their patience. I don't know why these WLBT stories are jamming up at about the minute mark, but... Neither here nor there. Uh, I'm ready to give my opinion. Sure, I bet you are. Oh, I've got one too. I got. It might be different than yours though. No, I want, I want to scoot down here. Uh, what the actual charge was? The p- child in Failure. need of supervision. Yeah. Well, shouldn't that? Shouldn't the parent be charged with that? Man, I don't know. I've never prosecuted a parent on child juvenile issues. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Well, I don't know how that works. So we're gonna we're gonna pigtail off of this at the end okay. of this. Uh, Batesville system start arresting parents for their children's crimes. But save your thoughts for that. Man, I'm so glad I never had to work in juvenile. I, I hear it is it is 
you know, it was a, it's a real mess. Yeah. It's a real pain. It's something dealing with that. A crap show. Yeah. I just, man, I've heard some things and it's, it's barely, you know, they got, I think they have to have court like every day and they deal with certain issues. It's, it's, it's apparently very difficult and I've never done it and never plan on doing it. So just like handling divorces, like I don't want to do that either. Like I've heard how horrible that is. I don't want to do that. You know, uh, Dagwood text in here and made a good point. It said, uh, you know, concerning the 10-year-old urinating, the TV report said his mother was in an attorney's office, yeah. an mm-hmm. office without a public restroom. That is strange, isn't it? Yeah. Like if your lawyer's she office. Le- she left her kid in the car. Mm. Did she? Is that what he's, was that, in the yeah, car? That's, that's the gist of this. She left her kid in the car and was for so long that he had to pee. I don't think the kid's at fault. Man, me either. That's what I, mean. I think the cops went a little bit. I mean, you got to put the kid in the car. That's. I'm not saying it's a lawsuit. I'm just saying it's a little stupid. The whole thing should have been like, hey, look. Well, then they, t- took, him, then they took him downtown and actually yeah. put him in a cell. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that, crazy. Look, I believe in discipline. And I believe that, mm-hmm. you know, make an example. But you you, you could have stunted a little, put him in the backseat of the car. Yeah. Just to, this is what can happen, kid. Absolutely. That's what I was thinking, too. You know. Just, and, just uh, something like that. And then I would have arrested his mama. I mean, if, or, you know, I would just tell everybody, like, hey, man, don't leave the kid in the car. He doesn't need to go. It's just not something that had to escalate to going to the station or whatever. It's just. No. T- total total overkill. But yeah. also, on the flip side, you know, man, I'm a bit of a law and order guy. Every now and then, you know, you, you, in New Orleans, the one thing you will go to jail for is peeing on the side of a building. Oh, that's true. Do you remember when they used to, like, handcuff people to poles on Bourbon Street and everybody mm-hmm. was, like, throw trash on them and kick them and all that when they were just waiting because they had to wait for the like whatever you want to call it the paddy wagon. wagon to to pick them up that was i don't i haven't seen that in years but well, let's get to the real meat of this though yeah the racism it wouldn't have happened if it was a white kid i i, I let's just pretend for a second that's true yeah here's why i don't care because for the last nine years since trump came down that golden escalator folks have been screaming everything is racism that that that's where it ratcheted up to these unbearable levels, and now I just don't care. It, you've cried about the everything. boy that cried wolf example we always talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah the boy that cried wolf, the mama that cried wolf. Here, I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, like Chokeway talking about the uh, garbage thing was racism for everybody voting against him. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know whether the police did this because the kid was black or not. I just think the police made. Just were a little overzealous on it, and, and stu- I mean, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have escalated to this level for a ten-year-old kid. I just don't think that it was appropriate. But also, I don't think there's really a. I mean, a federal lawsuit. I, I, just, I don't know. It just this could have been handled. This is one of those things when people just do stupid stuff and everything gets escalated. When it could have just been like the cops say, "Son, don't pee on the sidewalk. Yep. If you do, one day you're going to grow up and go to the big house or something like that." Yeah. And and just do that, and just everybody go home. It's still not a lawsuit. Huh? It's still not a lawsuit. I don't, I mean, I don't think so. But, you know, Carlos Moore is known for filing things like this. So yeah. You know, we'll see. So. We should follow it and see what happens with it. You know, oh, but. oh, we're going to. I, I, I promise. I promise. Um, we got a text in on the Guns and Gear text line from Scott. It says the Chins Act, which is the child in need of protection, uh, 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 mm-hmm. child in need of uh, supervision, he said, was was a... Uh, is no longer a law. It's been changed. The mother should have been charged with contributing to delinquency of a minor. But did you know that that came off the books in Jackson, too? Is it? Yeah, we caught a bunch of charges on that at the club one time, a bunch of tr- uh, trumped-up charges when Melton was mayor, and Gladney and all of them were still on vice. Yeah. And um, 
oh, every time I say Gladney's name, I want to say bad <laughs> things behind it. But I, rest in peace, Gladney. Uh-huh. That's as nice of anything as I'm going to say. Did mm-hmm. not like the guy. Still don't. Um. Anyway, we got to court. And the judge was like, these don't exist. All, there was like 20 of them in one night. Got, they got thrown out. Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyway, I, it, may, it may exist. They may have brought it back. It may exist in other towns in Jackson. It does not. Anyway, I digress. I say that a lot, I know. I know. Uh, somebody said it last night. I was like, he digresses, too. He digresses. I mean, I say right every two seconds, so I get it. We just, you just don't really notice yourself until people, people say it. Until you hear somebody else say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does that, too. Anyway, um, I, again, I don't care about the race the race angle of it. I'm tired of hearing about that stuff. Uh but shifting gears a little. Yeah, I mean, I think that the guy would have probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what is in the police officer's mind, obviously. But if he's if he's overzealous enough to throw a kid in the car for peeing on the road, then I think race is probably irrelevant. He's just probably one of those. He's probably like that guy Farva and Super Troopers, you know, kind of cop. Like he's like, you know, can I get a liter of cola? And he's like overzealous about everything. Like he's probably one of those kinds of cops. I mean, you know, th- those kind of look. I mean, I worked with cops for they, years. Those yeah. cops exist, like they do. I mean, I know we're super pro police and always oh, will no, be, but they're, those kinds of dudes are out there that are just like, yeah, you know, I'm like, they'll just they're just overzealous. I mean, about it. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I get out of the from the Byron Police Department. I, I used to get that from. There's this one guy in Pearl that would pull me over all the time because he didn't think I was, had a seatbelt on. It happened like three times in a week. And I had, if you know, like you see my car, it's an FJ Cruiser, and you just can't see that I'm buckled in from the back. You know, the back window is really small. But you, if you ever, anyone drives a Toyota, when you take the seatbelt out, it just blare, and you cannot turn that thing off, and it's just going to keep on going. So there's no way you're going to drive a Toyota without the seatbelt on. And I had to constantly convince this guy. One time I got out and I said, look, man, you drive the car without the seatbelt and see what happens. And he got in the car and drove it. He's like, yeah, man, it's kind of loud. I said, that's what I've been saying. So there is, yeah, there's overzealous police. Uh, uh, look, I, Nothing but love for the poor police, by the way. I'm just saying this one particular officer was a little overzealous. I mean, look, I, I, I about got into it with a Brandon cop one day over a parking spot at a gas station. There you he go. Didn't like where I was, he didn't like where I was parked, but I was not in a fire zone or anything. He just he wanted to park there. So he tapped on my window and told me I was a crappy, in another word, parker. And I was like, I had to woosah. You had to You know that Shell station on High Street? Then I, I parked in a handicap by accident, and I was getting some coffee in the morning. This is like 10 years ago. And I come out, and this cop, JPD officer, he's a white JPD officer, stops me. And he says, sir, you know, you can't park in this handicap spot. He's like, can I see your license? And he sees it, and he reads my last name, and he says, what country are you from? I was like, um, sir, I'm from Turkey. He's like, well, you know, in the United States, this is what – I was like, oh, yes, yes, sir. I tried to, like, fake an accent and well, so, in my car. So here's my confusion. Okay, that lady said that this happened on a private property. That, that street don't look like private property to me if that was where, where it happened at in the video. But cops love to say that they can't do anything on private property unless the charges are pressed. So while I park at a gas station, shouldn't be any of their concern. Where you park in a handicap, in theory, shouldn't be any of their concern. I got somebody backed into me in a parking lot one time. Mm-hmm. Caused damage to my vehicle. I wanted a police report. They told me they couldn't do anything. It was between two private parties. Um, so, Don't they have to come out there for that for an accident or for a wreck? I, I don't know. I, they do. I don't know. I know we got a lot of cops listening. Let us know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm confused. You know, it, w- I mean, if you kill somebody in your house, that's your private. They they, they handle it then. So I don't know, like what somebody you know. steal something from me. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, that's all in private property. They still deal with that. All right, let's take a break. I don't know, maybe it's different. When we come back, um, I want to jump into this. Batesville 
has a new law. They're going to start charging parents and kids with felonies. Kids will get charged with felonies. Their parents are catching one, too. What do y'all think about that? That's sticky. I like it, but it's sticky. Let's come back. The Guns of Gear text line, by the way, 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkron. Into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, it's Friday night. It's the weekend. Get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Try one of their 12 different specialty pizzas or create your own. You can do the Wheel of Flavor, put three different specialty pizzas or three different custom pizzas all on one pie. But hey, look, man, they're more than just a pizza joint. They got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. They got a full service bar. Get your daiquiris to go. Better yet, get them delivered. That's right. I said it. You can get your daiquiris delivered from Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. They got pasta, burgers, sides, appetizers, and more. Of course, live entertainment on the weekends. Open from 4 p.m. to midnight, so they slanging pies late. Slanging pies late. Check them out on Facebook, Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. And check them out on all major food delivery apps. Just Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. You know the name. Right there at Fan and Mart on the red, right in front of the bowling alley. Again, open seven days a week, 4 p.m. to midnight. So walk in there at 1159. Tell them Clay sent you. <laughs> all right. Let's read some Guns of Gear text real quick. Put a button on the uh, the last segment before we jump into this next one. Again, Guns of Gear text line 769-241-1944. Unknown texter, Carlos the Clown will be all over this. He will probably have a press conference today. He never misses an opportunity to chase a racism wolf. I believe the press conference was yesterday. Yeah, I think he already did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, he wasted no time. But to the rest of that, I completely agree. I mean, he's always involved in some stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that Kingfish is always talking call, call about. Yeah, but he's kind of notorious in the legal community, too, for yeah. years. With I mean, everybody knows his reputation pretty yeah. well. So, yeah. A traditional ambulance chaser. Well, yeah, and just these kinds of lawsuits, you know, that, that are, you know, these kind of, these kind of things you see, like with this urination thing. And I mean, it's just, there's a lot of, it's, he has, I'm not going to call them because I don't want to defame him or anything, but, you know, there's just a lot of interesting lawsuits. Yeah. And he's got kind of a, he's kind of well known for this. You gotcha. know what I mean? That's what gotcha. I mean. I, I, I've seen his name in passing a few times. Kind of like, you know, the guy, Ben Crump, that always shows up. Uh, at racism. Yeah. Race. He's yeah. kind of like, he's kind of trying to do that in, in Mississippi. That's yeah. kind of what he does. It's the same thing that guy's doing. The Handle the lawsuit over there. Uh, the guy from Texas that handled the lawsuit for the the Goon Squad victims. Yeah, I never heard of that. I know what, like Shabazz or somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of him before. I assumed when the Goon Squad happened that it, Ben Krupp was going to be in downtown Brandon, like stand next to the Confederate Memorial there or whatever. I mean, that's what I assumed that that was going to be the prep. But I did, he didn't show yeah, up. Shabazz beat him to it. Yeah, Shabazz. That's crazy because you know this is like that was some real. Ben would have been involved in some real stuff for once, yeah. you know, instead yeah. of the stuff that he's usually involved Very in. Very interesting. Yeah. Right. Uh, unknown texture. There are certain things Leo don't get involved with on private property, but 25 years on the job, I've seen it turn into a scapegoat for cops to be lazy. It's just easier to say it's private property, nothing we can do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, good. That, I like that. that, that, that I, I like the most honest answer. That is a great answer. What is it? Ackman's razor. Right? Yeah. The yeah. most likely outcome is the outcome. <laughs> yeah. um, unknown texture. This wasn't mentioned, but if my child needed to go to the bathroom, I would just have left and taken him to the bathroom and then come back to finish my business. This is just a bad parenting. A 10-year-old is a fourth to fifth grader at the most. I I, I agree. To me, this is on the parent. 
Now, again, sure. if the cops wanted to show up, and you know how the scared straight kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Let me just set you in the back of the car, and this kid will never pee on the street again. Mm-hmm. Now, you got mama fighting over this because she wasn't doing a good job. Now, look, my parents left me in the car a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I probably, peed on the street, too. I and mean, yeah, we all I'm have sure done that. How many did. times have we all done that? But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I mean, look, I hate to say it. I mean, that, that, that falls on the parent when it's a 10-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. You know? How many times have you peed on the street as an adult and the cops stopped you, though? That's happened to me a couple times. Like, oh, man. I, <laughs> when I was in college, especially. No, I, I haven't, believe it or not. Uh, I guess maybe because I didn't go to a traditional college town or anything mm-hmm. like that. But, man, there have been times. I have a small bladder, overactive <laughs> bladder. Yeah. So. Well, you know, those bars, when I went to Ohio State, and those bars would get packed, and you'd sneak outside. And one time, I remember one night, the, just the police van pulled up right behind me, and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and yeah. they didn't, but they didn't arrest me. They just, like, you know, told me off, scared me, and said, you know, you can't do this anymore, and took my, you know, beer, which I think was a Bud Light, actually, at the time. <laughs> there you go. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, there you go, right? You know, I, remind me to talk about Bud Light later. Bill Gates has, bought, has given Bud Light a $100 million donation, because it ain't like he really needed to buy into it. Yeah, and he just... The NWO a, said, they fell on the sword for us, we need to give them some money. You know, speaking, I was talking to some friends of mine that were at the Garth Brooks concert, and they said that everybody was drinking Bud Light. Oh, yeah. Every person there was drinking. So, like, he's like talking, like, he said, like, oh, you know, there's all these country folks. They're all, he's like, they're all liars. Every one of them are drinking Bud Light, buying Bud Light, probably did the best that night. So, you know, I, maybe they've gotten over it. Paul says, I peed outside as a kid, too. However, at 10, I at least had enough sense to find a tree to get behind. Good point. That's another thing, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot Go of behind the building. Yeah. A lot, a lot of moving parts to that deal. I, I just don't think that what irks me. Was the racism part? Like mm. I, I just don't believe that it was because the kid was black. Now, I mean, I'm you know, like I said, I don't know what the cop, but I think it was just like my initial example was. I just think it's like like an overzealous cop. I mean, yeah. anybody that would do that, whether he was even, let's say he was a racist, right? Like I don't say he is, but what if he was? It's still like a little ridiculous, you know. Well, what it I mean? seems like, like the first cop. I mean, even though he stopped and said something. It seemed like the first cop was 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 in on just letting the kid go, yeah, just, just kind of teach him a little lesson, sit on the back seat for a second, show him the back of a cop car. Um, now with a mom like that, he's probably going to end up seeing the back seat of more cop cars because she's always going to say, "My baby didn't do nothing." Sure, my yeah. baby wouldn't do. Nothing. He wouldn't steal no car. He just out on a joy. They, they, they ain't nothing for him to do around here. What, mm-hmm. what you want him to do? Yeah, ain't nothing for my baby to do. You know, just like the three that got killed in that wreck the other day, just riding just stolen Honda because it wasn't nothing for them babies to do. I think it's, I agree on the point of like that she goes and gets a lawyer. It's teaching the, you know, the kid like some bad stuff. She could have got on, and maybe she could have got on the news and said, hey, look, these cops acted ridiculous to my kid. I don't yeah. have a problem with that at all, like saying that. That's because I think that one cop, whatever, whoever ones that did that, did act ridiculous. And apparently they're no longer with the department now. Well, people want to hit the lawsuit lottery. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think this is something that really did. You need to go get Carlos Moore and. Sue the department for, I mean, it's just a little much. But. It's a stretch. But this whole world is stupid. And then, so and, I don't know. And, and then the police department fires one of them. But I'm assuming that had to be one of the ones that came up and made, you know, probably the, the, the whoever was the commander. The, I guess when you roll up on the scene, mm-hmm. for one of the supervisor. Yeah. I'm assuming the supervisor made the call to take the kid downtown or to the, to the jailhouse, whatever. It just, it, yeah. again, we don't know both sides of the story. But the fact they fired one of the cop does suggest that mistakes were made. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you take a 10-year-old downtown, somebody made a mistake at that point. I don't think the 10-year-old was a danger to the community. It feels like the better 
better things they could be doing. Yeah, like just look, kid, get your butt home. That's what they need to sell yeah. them. That's all that needed to happen. Like the the rest of it was a little bit. And you know, the cop now feels like a moron. By the way, like God, I I took a ten year old to to the to jail. Like that just seems a little. I mean, I, when you feel stupid, you're like, God bless. Now it's over the news, and I'm the guy that arrested a ten year old. You put that on your resume. You know what we need? We need this cop. On JPD. Yeah, that's right. Farva. Like, we, we'll call him. Put Farva on JPD. We need this guy on JPD because there's a lot of peeing in the streets in Jackson, and I'd like to see it cleaned up. Yeah, I wouldn't – see, he would – you're right. He'd be perfect. Like, on the, our drive over here on Medgar Evers in the morning, yeah. like, there's all these dudes that are peeing in the street, and they're, 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 like, disorderly and making the whole place look bad. If he was – yeah, let's get this guy here. You're right. Good idea. Get, get him, like, a truck. Yeah. He can just start loading these dudes up in the back of it. You know how some say animal control? Yeah. On a, like, JPD animal control? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. But let's just for, let's pretend they still have something like that, and we put PP patrol. Yeah, that's right. On the truck, and this dude just—he'll be happy. He'll be like, you know, he'll be happy as as heck because I mean, that's P- what he, public urination officer. Mm, just drive around the town. He'll have everybody in the back of that truck bed. Hey, did you see? And I, I'm going to get to this Batesville thing. We may have to push to the top of the second hour. Um, did you see where? So they passed the city budget in Jackson, and I they're, they're bringing back park rangers. No, I did not see that part. I just saw when they said we've made history, and I'm like. How, that was, by passing the budget, they they all voted on it. They all oh, voted yes, was the history. That's thing. the history. Okay, yeah. I just saw the headlines and we made history. I was like, what by doing something? I mean, like, was that I, I, the? I'm with you again. It, it feels like giving them a giving them a cookie for doing what they're supposed to do. Well, I was like, well, thank you guys for you know being a legislative branch of city government and passing a budget. Like, a really, really, really cool. That's awesome. I mean, that, well, let's be honest. The ceiling is very low in Jackson. I mean, so like, very, wow. Just can't believe that. I'm gonna but go are, home, and my property value just went up just because of that. But I, but I will say, I, I, all joking aside, I, I truly am excited to see them bring back the the park ranger stuff, mm-hmm. and it's actually going to be legit JPD officers. They really want to bring some guys out of retirement and and put them in that position. They'll have arresting power and all that. I think that's good. Our parks have gone to hell in a handbasket around here. They become killing fields if or in homeless fields, and I mean. The uh, the South Jackson, what's that? Uh, what's that park with the tennis courts there in North Jackson? Palm Bridges. Palm Bridges. The South Jackson Palm Bridges mm-hmm. on uh, Savannah. It's Savannah Street there on Front of Road. Um, it's become a meth cooking homeless encampment. Yeah. Uh, JPD, where you at? I can fly a drone over there today and show it. I'll show it all to you. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. They. Uh, it would be nice to see that crap starting to be cleaned up. People need to be able to use these parks. No, I know. I mean, one of my running jokes at the DA's office, I would always reference that I make it like, yep, that guy's going to end up in the back of a Buick at Battlefield Park because that's yeah. what, I mean, that's the way it looks. And it's a pretty park. If you go, I was voting when I lived downtown, yeah. I used to have to vote there and uh, it's, it could be cleaned up. It's, it's really nice looking if they did something with it. But. Man, the, the only park that's taken care of in this city, to my knowledge, and again, there may be some others. I don't mm-hmm. ride around like I used to. Is Palm Bridges in North Jackson? Yeah, with the walking trail and all that. It's maintenanced. Uh, There's one on Ferris Street. S- Smith Park is taken care of. Yeah, the one on Ferris. The one Street on Ferris Street's nice. It's nice, and I believe that's got to do more with community involvement mm-hmm. than anything. Because yeah, I, I think a lot of the black residents in Jackson really want Ferris Street to be beautiful. Sure, like sure. It's, it's, a, it's a source of pride. Yeah, and I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Let's, definitely. Let's take a break. Come back. Land the plane for the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Eric Run. Then. All right, welcome back into 
the Clay Edwards show. Uh, Sean, let's read a few texts just to yep. wrap up the hour here. I do appreciate people using the Guns of Gear text line. What a great way to communicate with uh, with the our co our outside co host on the show, the uh, the, the listeners. Stephen says, shout out to Stephen and his uh, his wife Ashley, good folks. Uh, Stephen says, what about the public works director? Quit again. Yeah, Wayne, uh, I talked about this yesterday morning, first segment. If you want to go back and listen to it on the podcast, I clipped it out. Uh, yeah, quit again. I blamed it on mental health. And Sh- Sean, we got 30 seconds here. We'll end it with this. Uh, on the uh, public works director, yeah. a national search committee, that per, a national search firm that they paid $25,000 to found this guy. I believe they're accountable find them another one but here's the problem i bet you the city of pearl i bet you they got if their public works director quit today i bet you he's got a number two or a number three sure they could jump in and learn the rest of that job real quick i'm pretty confident jake is runs that city well and it has that set up that way jokingly on their hand though we'll be right back welcome back and it's hour two of the realest show on radio the free range human show of choice this is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. we got Sean Yorkeron here in the studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Watchman Security Services. They've been in the business since 1977. The Knight family right out there in Pearl, Mississippi. WatchmanSecure.com is how you can get in touch with them. If you, uh, they're on a certified alarm.com installer for 15-plus years. Service provider, should I say. And I look, man, if you need cameras inside, outside, doorbell cameras, remote gate access, anything you can dream of from a security standpoint, they can make happen. We can turn your home into the most secure home in the world. If, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. Anyway, you need cameras, get them. You need security system, get it. uh, Alarm.com certified. That's Nathan and Eric Knight with WatchmanSecure.com. They can do it all. Get off the Amazon cloud. Don't do all that stuff. Get in with Watchman Secure, locally owned, locally operated. They ain't listening to your conversations like Amazon. I'm getting a little bit deep there. My conspiracy theorist is coming out. <laughs> but uh, you get the point. Support local businesses. They support us. We appreciate WatchmanSecure.com. Watchman Security Services. All right, Sean. Uh, I was going to cover the Batesville thing. Yeah. But I... I I just want, I want to shift gears. Up in Batesville, they're going to start arresting parents and charging them with delinquency uh, of a minor, the delinquency of a minor charge, Every, if their kids catch a felony. Um, hell, I might as well read it now. The Batesville Police Department is issuing a, this is from a WREG in North Mississippi. Batesville Police Department is issuing a warning to the parents of children who commit crimes. In a Facebook post made Thursday afternoon, the Batesville Police Department said that a group of children we're going through neighborhoods, checking door handles on vehicles at night. Batesville police say these children are burglarizing and stealing vehicles. They urge citizens to keep their vehicles locked at all times. The police department says if a child is arrested and charged with a crime, the child's parents will be charged in contributing to the delinquency of a minor or neglect of a child. Police say both the child and the child's parents will be charged with felonies. These crimes will not be tolerated and the suspects will be charged to the fullest extent of the law that the law allows, Batesville Police Chief Kerry Pittman said in a Facebook post. I, after reading it, I love it. I love it. And I think that needs to happen in Jackson if they can find the parents. I think 
um, if the one of the parents is absent, they need to be charged as well. The parents that they live with, the absentee parent, if they can find them, and I think they all need to be charged with felonies and thrown in the Hines County Detention Center. I love this, Sean. Sounds good to me, man. Just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. it. I, I don't have a whole lot of deep thought on this. Yeah, me either. I mean, that's it. Just let's go. Whatever. We gotta do it. <laughs> this is how you save Jackson. Start yeah. arresting the parents too. Yeah, it'd be great. You know. They out clubbing together anyway. Might as well jail <laughs> together. All right. Well, All right. Maybe. Moving on. <clears throat> Man, let's take a call real quick yep. here. The phone line's kind of melting. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay, what's going on this week? That's morning. That damn hey, jet lag. How you doing, Hey, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Been out of state. Been missing everything, so trying to get back. From I've been meaning to call about that 10-year-old up there. Yeah. 10 years old should know better. I know grown men will just do that, just walk out there and see, because he's seeing whatever. Because if it's been my son at 10 years old, I went after the police wouldn't have got him. They just got me for getting on that. Because they should be showed and taught better. Because, you know, I don't know, like I said, I want to know the store more, too. Was he trying to hide or was he just standing out there, and just, you know, right there and where everybody could see? Yeah, you know, and, and also the, the story's got some, some holes in it. Mama says she was inside and there wasn't a public restroom, but the kid was waiting outside. So how would they have known there wasn't a public restroom? Did he go inside and ask, mm-hmm. could I use the bathroom, and was told no? And I can't imagine if Mama's at a lawyer's office. Must have. That, that makes that, sense, that, right? that if a, a lawyer would tell a kid, no, you can't use my bathroom? Yeah. I, I, that don't that don't make sense to me. Well, I, and, you know, anybody that's been a kid, they 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 just oh yes, come on, but, you know, and that's what I get sick too. Okay, he's ten years old. Does he look like he's sixteen, seventeen? Does he look like he's three or four? They must have. You know, asked at him. ten years of age, he should have been taught to know better. Sure, is my point. You know, because three, four, five years old. You know, and people over, you get to a certain age point that you know, like you said, he could have went in there and asked, or mom should have had more responsibility. Hey, you need to use bathroom. I might be in here for a few minutes. Well, and to, and to the point, how did they know the restroom wasn't public if the kid never went inside? I mean, that's how yeah, I got it. His kid was left in the car. I had to know that. I mean, right. So, well, I've seen buildings that didn't have it, but a child come in. You know, they make a comment. They were trying to make accommodation to help out. Well, I mean, yeah, like, is it a dire need? If I'm in a lawyer's office. And clearly, the mom likes lawyers. She like you know she's always she was already in a lawyer's office when this happened. So I, I would tell that I, I would find another lawyer if I'm a Thank client you. and the and the lawyer said my ten year old kid couldn't use the bathroom. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. Have you, have you been to a lawyer's <laughs> office that doesn't have a bathroom? At first, I mean, it's, a, it's a public business. I mean, and they're so also full rest- of you know. I mean, you would well, think there would be a bathroom. Builders, if they're in a building like that, they have public restrooms. I do a lot of work in them buildings and all. They have open restrooms. I mean, it yeah. may not it may not quote unquote be open to the public like somebody off the street can't come in and use it, right. but it's right. there for it's there for employees and guests and guests. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can't right. even get you can't get a permit to open an you can't get an occupancy permit without a usable restroom. Yeah, that's because really a lot sense. of those buildings you go in, I know especially around in Jacksonville, they're about closed down. You know, you go in, they're they're not open to the public, but if you're in that building, you're in there for doing business. Yeah, and I, and I know we're getting in the weeds on this, but I think there's more to the story. I think this is a parenting issue. Well, I'd been hearing it for a couple of weeks, and I've been trying to get through to you to talk about it and just give my viewpoint. And I was going to let you know, too, that I don't know about what's going on, but 55 South and 20 West, right there where it merged, was a pretty good wreck a while ago, about uh, five, ten minutes ago. All right, so there was a wreck there. A guy got ran over and killed there earlier this morning, too. No, no, this just happened. I just come through there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to the break and everything, and I was just trying to cut. So it's been about eight, nine minutes now. All right, cool. Chris, appreciate you, brother. Have a blessed weekend. Right, y'all have a blessed Thanks. Y'all, too. Be safe. Right, bye. Yeah, Chris makes some great points there, as always. 
All right, look, shifting gears from that, I like the Batesville thing. The kids shouldn't have peed in the street, but I, I think it was excessive. I don't like the mama suing. There's multiple parts. I don't, I don't like her blaming it on race. Yeah. That's the part that gets the sand in my gears. It's just a, the whole thing is, like, like I said earlier, it's yeah. so stupid. It's a domino it's a effect thing. of stupidity. Yeah, that, right, exactly. It's just so stupid. Um. All right, so, Sean, let's go national here, man. Mm-hmm. Let's play this real quick. Yep. I want to set this up. Guys, we are talking about presidential elections here. I know y'all are excited. Within the margin of error, no clear leader. Donald Trump, 47%. Joe Biden, 46%. They're basically in a statistical tie. But what I will note was there was not a single poll conducted by CNN during the entire 2020 cycle in which Donald Trump got a higher share of the vote than Joe Biden did. So this is a vastly different picture from what we saw four years ago. I want want you to listen to this, girl. This is CNN. Listen to the tone in her voice that is some very interesting context in all of this what it means we will see within where's the vitriol where's the vitriol she goes, oh that is very interesting context so trump's within the margin of victory he's actually got the lead they're gonna blow biden up i don't mean kill biden i want to make sure i word that right secret service fbi um he did not say that right <laughs> i'm just saying that they want to uh oh i got you turned down. i'm sorry yeah uh Mitch turned on this one. Um, they're going to nuke. They're going to nuke the Biden regime. Well, I mean, I think you know. I, I texted yesterday. It was I was at the office and I had CNN on about four o'clock when Jake Tapper's on, and uh, he had the I think I believe is the Biden reelect chairman on, and the reelect chairman was yelling at Tapper about this poll, saying you know you guys put because this poll says a lot more than just what we what, what we heard. It talks about um, you know Democrats' preferences for president. And, you know, their concerns about Biden's age, which have been going on for a long time. Everybody's super concerned about that. And um, anyway, so like they, you know, they, the Biden campaign is obviously really mad about this. And they were fighting Jake Tapper. And he just pointed out, he's like, look, you know, majority of Democrats do not want the president on the ticket because they have concerns that he's not mentally stable, that he's not or mental acuity's down, that he's that he's too old and they would like somebody new. He said, you know, that, yes, voters feel that way about Donald Trump because they're relatively the same age, but it doesn't seem to affect him as much as it affects Biden. And I think that's probably because Biden just like looks to be more frail than Trump looks so vigorous and he's running around like the crazy man he is. And Biden looks old. And so that's, you know, perception's reality. That's what kind of world we live in. So I think that that's affected Biden where it's not hurting Trump. And Democrats are obviously concerned about this. And then well, one, one, one's, one's literally dementia ridden and the other's not. Yeah. I mean, tr- yeah. Trump seems to be you know, for him, I guess he would he say. All his faculties yeah. I, if, for as much as he can. Yes. I would agree with that part. But the, um, so like, so Democrats want Biden, you know, want some, an alternative Biden and they don't have the alternative Biden. And then of course, House Democrats are now upset about the administration's response to the Hunter Biden stuff. Like that's been a big push. That was another part of the whole thing that was going on yesterday was that House Democrats want, you know, some explanation from the White House of what their strategy is on this. And um, so it seemed to me what was interesting, that's why I was texting you about yesterday, that there's been a there's been a the narrative is starting to change on on CNN. I noticed some articles in New York Times where it's kind of be like a slow, like, how do we get Biden off the ticket? That's kind of what I'm because, you know, when when the when the left starts attacking Biden. That's when you know they they'll like him to now. More, I was watching Morning Joe this morning, and of course they're not. They're defending because they're just all in. But but yeah, I just CNN doing it. New York Times. I think it's interesting that it shows me that they there's a lot of Democrats. Well, obviously, look at the poll numbers here. But this is a you know talking about Democrats that um, they want them off. They they want somebody else. How is Kennedy polling? 
Oh, it's like one percent. I think I saw that. Yesterday. With the Democrats. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's take him off the table, which I think he's a legitimate. I think if he's the guy, he's the guy. Let's. So we haven't heard from Kamala Harris in a while. So the Biden the Biden team is anchoring down. First of all, let me say that our president has been an extraordinary leader who has accomplished things that previous presidents hoped and dreamed and promised they would do and did not achieve. So, yes, I see him every day. A substantial amount of time we spend together is in the Oval Office where I see how his ability to understand issues and weave through complex issues in a way that no one else can to make smart and important decisions on behalf of the American people. That, that's what they're going to try to push. That he's smart and capable and can understand complicated issues. Well, what else? What I mean, think about it from their perspective. If you were his campaign team, what were you going to do? Say, he's uh, completely lost his mind. I mean, you're not going to run with that. I mean, you're going to say, like, he's too old to do the job. He falls asleep during the day. I mean, you can't run with that. you got to come up with some front. I mean, you're talking about, it's not just the president. It's a lot of people's jobs. Also, they, that are, they that, want him to, you know, that are doing a terrible job. But I mean, regardless of what you think about that, yeah, I mean, like you got to see it, what you're, it, yeah. you know, what we're like. They're going to protect their jobs. They're going to be administration. I get that. So they're not going to say that he can't handle it at this point. I think the problem is, you know, quite. I mean, we talked about this before, but in 2020, it was it was kind of thrown out to us that Biden was going to be this like four year care, caretaker of the office and then hand it off to a new generation. Well, just like anything else, you know, the Romans had a saying is power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Once you get the power, it's hard to give it up. I mean, you just like, I'm not going to be president. It's like those guys that say, I, uh, I want to go spend more time with my family. Oh, you'd rather be dad than president. Right. Like that's not, that's not realistic. It's usually some kind of scandal or whatever the reason they're not running. But um, and here the same thing. So if anybody really thought that Joe Biden was not going to run for reelection, they're a little crazy because once he's there in the office, yeah, he's going to run for reelection. Well, especially now that they've got to keep trying to cover up the crime stuff. Or I mean, well, I know from y'all's perspective that would be one of the reasons. My perspective is just the power perspective. Like you're not going to. Would you want to give up being president of the United States? No, but I'm just I saying mean, that they especially can't now because they may end up going to jail if they do. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's like there's an investigation in that. I guess we'll see how that I mean, goes. But the cover of today's um, New York Post, mm-hmm. take that take that as you will. But sure, it says no hiding this Biden scandal. Sixty one percent say Joe was involved in Hunter's biz. You know, oh, so well, I mean, you know, there's there's smoke there, where, and where it's going to lead, where it's going to lead, man. I mean, you know, just I mean, that's where we'll see. I brought this up on the show yesterday, maybe, or maybe I brought it up on my live stream or something, but. Joe and Hunter's nonsense is now starting to affect the Obamas. Like that's why that's why Tucker had the had Larry Sinclair on. It's it, it, it's it's blowback it, it, for Christine Blasey Ford and what they did to Kavanaugh. Mm. That that's the domino that fell. That well, we're just going to bring up nonsense that really doesn't matter to try to get political point. I mean, like this nasty, nasty stuff. Sure, they started it. The by I believe the Biden regime. Pushing and pushing and pushing people in this corruptness and this this hunter nonsense. People are like, all right, we're going to start. This is other political elites are going to start getting shrapnel from this, and I believe mm-hmm. that's happening to the Obamas. I believe it's going to happen to Clintons. I believe it's making the Democrats look bad. They got the guys got to go away because all credibility is being lost. Well, I mean, and also the if you're you know if you're a Democrat, I think or at least it just. If you're already, everybody's already on on your side saying, we want somebody else. 
it, it seems like that's kind of the way it needs to go because it means nobody's going to be enthusiastic to vote for him unless – and we were talking about this to break. The only candidate, Republican candidate in my mind, and this, the numbers bear out in this article, is that he can beat is Donald Trump. He's, he's not going to be able to beat the other candidates that are running were they to get the nomination. Like his only chance is to beat Donald Trump. And, um, and I mean that's, that's, a, that's a heck of a bet. I'm not saying he's going to beat him. I'm just saying that's his only shot. Yeah. So I mean, and that's heck of a bet. You're gonna put, you know, you put your eggs on like, okay, we know it looks like Trump's gonna be the nominee, and Biden. That's the only person could he beat. Well, could another Democrat beat him? Would you be safer with that Democrat? I mean, that's a. I think that's a chance willing to look to take. Yeah, look at this too. So he's gonna be 82 by the time he's sworn into the next term if he's to re- be reelected. He'll be 86 by the time he fin- finishes that term. That's a, that's and a, a, and at the pace he's sliding backwards, it, he ain't gonna make it, dog. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's just something everybody needs to consider about where you know replacing him. But if you're gonna replace him, now would be the time to do that. All right, let's take a break. Come back and let's start looking at some options to yep. replace him with. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkeron. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, guys. Get out to Guns and Gear this weekend. Follow your gun shopping needs, uh, ammo needs, parts, accessories. They got it all right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt, right there at Yandel Road. That's guns and gear. Hey, look, man, they're more than just a gun store. They're more than just the home of No Limit Ammo. They also offer Cerakoting and gunsmithing. Check them out. Go by there. Just shoot the breeze with the guys. But, hey, look, also, they buy guns. Got one you need to get rid of, need some cash, want to trade one in? You can do it all. At Guns and Gear. Check them out on Facebook. Follow them on social media. Make sure you see their deal of the day. Guns and Gear. MS.com is the website. And search Guns and Gear MS on Facebook. Or Facebook.com slash Guns and Gear MS. You'll find it all right there. They just celebrated their seventh year in business. Let me tell you something, brother. You don't do seven years on accident. You don't do seven years and not know what you're doing. You just don't do it. It don't work like that no more. People got too many options nowadays. You don't get to you don't get to sit around for seven years and not be good at what you do. Guns of Gear is great at what they do. Check them out. Tell them I sent you. All right, Sean, let's pick this back up. Yep. Uh, let's just let's just play the game of Biden's gone. Who do they run against? And let's just say it's Trump. He's leading all the polls. Yep. He's on all the ballots for now. Whatever. It's Trump for now. You made a great point during the break. I'm gonna steal your thunder a little bit. Sure. But I'll make sure I give you credit. Um, you say you get rid of Biden, it solves a lot of problems. It makes the the age, the dementia, the hunter stuff. It just makes all that go away. Yeah. And if you run somebody young, if they lose, they lose. Worst case scenario, you got Trump for four years, and then you go. Then it's a clean slate on both sides, which I think both sides really want to get to. I I, I really do. I think we want to. If Trump wins, all right, it's four years of Trump. It's and, the revenge tour. It's all that. But after that, it's. It's got to get young. Well, I mean, the thing about it too, if like you're a de- so that's four more years of Trump. What does what does Trump being president do to Democrats? Fires them up for four years. You fire up your base four years, and four years from now, you know, five years, whatever. But let's just say it's 2024. You you run some young Democrat and kind of reset, and then you've got the fire behind you because you just had four years of Donald Trump to fire up your people. So I mean, it's not really a bad outcome, even if they did lose. In my in my opinion, I agree. You know. I- I agree. Well, obviously, I agree because I want to win. But, well, I mean, unless you're the people that are on the receiving end of Donald Trump's revenge tour, then I would guess those people are not going to be very happy. I'm just thinking long term, it's not terrible, you know. Yeah. So, of course, I believe they want Gavin Newsom. You think you say y'all hate Gavin Newsom? 
I just I'm telling you, I don't. We were talking about this earlier, like one break. You know, this this thing when Biden won, it ran through with James Clyburn helped him in South Carolina in 2020, and that's kind of what propelled him. And Pete Buttigieg went out there, and I think he got like two percent of the vote or something like that. I can't remember. So, so we're saying it ain't going to be a gay white man. It's not going to be a gay white man. Um, it's Gavin Newsom. I think is off putting to a lot of people in the South. You know, Southern blacks too. I think he just is. He's a you know he's a kind of a very elitist. I always call him a. He's like the liberal Ted Cruz. He's just a shameless yeah. self promoter. He just he's like the liberal Ted Cruz. That's the best way I can describe him. And. Um, so I don't think he's going to do that well. They've got, you know, they got some other people they're not thinking about. There's Amy Klobuchar, who I've always liked a lot, and there's I know Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer, which you guys hate. But I mean, they've got some people they could throw in there to run instead of Kamala. Elizabeth Warren could run, but she also did pretty poorly in South Carolina. And you know, I don't know, maybe Bernie will make a comeback at 300 years old. You never know. Well, and, you know, you mentioned Hillary on the phone last it's night. Hillary, Hillary is yeah. Hillary, Hillary. The reason you know. It may be a little different dynamic for Hillary this time. And Hillary gives you the thing. I mean, she's experienced. Can't deny that, whether you like her or not. And, um, you know, people might be more fired up on the left to vote for her this time than they were in 2016 when nobody was fired up to vote for her. So I don't know. I mean, by the way, wouldn't we both just love it if that were the matchup? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean look, how would that, how much fun would that I be? I mean, you speak about, you speak a lot about, uh, nothing motivates a Democrat more than, a, than, than Trump being on the ticket. Nothing and nobody. No, nothing or nobody motivates a Republican to go vote more than a Clinton Absolutely. or an Obama. Especially a Clinton. No, I think almost a Clinton almost motivates a Republican more than Obama does. Because sure. Obama's got this – there's some Republicans I've always known that like there's part of Obama you can like. You know what I mean? There's part of his personality. Not really. Well, maybe – okay, Clay. Maybe yeah. not you, but you know he likes Obama. I'm kidding. He doesn't. Anyway – Clinton though Hillary Clinton though to Republicans is like I don't know man it's like kryptonite or something it's just they just hate her and I think that you're right like Trump and the way Trump is to us so I think like Trump and I mean it'd just be a mess it'd be like a WWE like match I mean mean, the debates were off the chain oh man when he brought when he brought the women that Bill used to met that you know I had to respect that I was like that's a that's a move that's a good move (laughs) It's 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 brutal, ruthless, but that's politics. You got to do yeah, that when, way. When the camera shot to Bill and his eyes were <laughs> oh. poked all the way the other way out of his head, uh, like he didn't like he didn't know like he didn't watch the news at all leading up to that. He didn't know it was going to happen, and they walked in. He's like, uh oh. Oh man, that was. I mean, yeah. I, I, of course, it ended with the Access Hollywood tape, and everybody thought Trump was done, and then, and then he wins. And you know, the, I don't know if you know the story. In the night of, when he won, of course, nobody Trump didn't think he was going to win. I mean, he himself said that didn't think he was going to win. Or and uh, Melania was crying because she really didn't want to go to the White House and didn't really want him to win. I mean, it was a whole big mess of stuff that just happened that year. I, I, I've never seen this video of Melania crying that she didn't want to go. To I've the White read House. it everywhere. I've not no. seen a video though. No, that's Wait, li- that's lies. You think she, she wanted to be first lady? I don't think she did. Yes. I don't think she did. Every, look, bro, every woman wants to be first lady. Don't 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 lie to yourself. Uh, I don't think so. But I'm going to look it up. Well, I, a video I know. I know it's going to be hard to convince people that think men can be women and women can be men that somebody that women actually real women actually want to be first lady. Trust me, bro. Hot chicks, you don't think hot she, chicks that are married to powerful men want to be first lady. You think she wanted to be first? They lady. all grew up wanting to be princesses and all that stuff. That trust me, they want to be first lady. Okay. They, they want to be first lady in Mississippi. If I ever become mayor of a town, somebody's going to be first lady of that town. Well, I'll try to look for a video. I just read it everywhere. I'm just like you have, I'm sure. It it, like, and, and I don't I don't believe Trump said he didn't think he could win. Trump absolutely thought he could win. I don't think he thought he, he was, was going to I don't think anybody thought he was going to win. He was packing out football stadiums and airports. In 2016? 
Yes. I mean, I think I don't think he thought he was going to win. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody really, except for the only few people I heard that thought he was going to win during that whole time was Michael Moore of all people and Bill Maher. Well, the two people that said they thought he could win. Well, just like them, they get one vote. Just like me, <laughs> they get one vote, and a lot of us thought he could win. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just. I mean, I'm just saying. Like that's what I thought the general consensus was. That you know he thought he couldn't win. Now I pulled up some articles where Melania says they were tears of joy. Yeah. Tears of joy. Okay. Okay. Exactly. My point is exactly. tears so, of joy, not not that she didn't want to go. Yeah. So, so. I mean, let, 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 let's let's keep that. Let's keep it real here. And then here's um, YouTube of Trump horrified and Melania sobbing on election night. <laughs> so well, I don't know. I had to go well, through all you this. You know. Stuff. So I, I remember all this specifically. I was in Houston at finance school uh, when I had to do a um, absentee ballot. Mm-hmm. Which that was the easiest thing I've ever done. Walked into the Hines County Courthouse, the time where I was living, and when I said, I'm going to be out of town, I need to vote, boom. I was like, I'm going to go out of town every time I need to vote because this is the easiest thing in the world. Should have done that again in 2020, but uh, COVID, you don't think you could go to the courthouse because they were scared. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Anyway, mm-hmm. who do you think? Who, who does, if you had about $100 today? Yeah. Uh, $100, and if you win, you get $1,000. Who are you putting your money on? I know that's 10 to 1, right? Or is that 1 to 10? Uh, 101. On what now? Putting my money on what uh, now? You know, uh, never mind how much you get back. No. About $100 of your money. Yeah. I, I always mess up the gambling odds stuff. $100. What does your gut say? On who's going to win between Trump and Hillary? No, 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 no. Oh. Who's the candidate for the Dems if it's not Joe Biden? <sighs> That's a tough one, man. That is so tough. Um, is it somebody I'm, in the peripheral now? Yeah, or is I think it, so. Or is it somebody we don't. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, well, it could be any, but yeah, I, I don't think it's Kamala, and I don't think it's Gavin Newsom. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I don't think either one of them are gonna do. I, I think, um, I think it's Gretchen Whitmer. If I might, if that's who I'd put my money on, really I think it's think Gretchen. So? Yeah, I, that's who I'd put my money on, and, or Hillary. Well, I, I mean, I, I know that sounds crazy. Whitmer or Hillary, I could see. Are there are there no popular black Democrats? I mean, Cory Booker trying to run, but he's just, you he's know, goofy. yeah, Spartacus. that Spartacus, I know, I was about to call him Spartacus too, because it is, it's right, he is kind of just, he just comes across as ridiculous, and he's got a great backstory, but he just, he's not, you know, I think this is something I'll, I think it's something that black Democrats had a problem with, like, after Obama, because I know you guys don't like him, and you think he's gay, or whatever you think. Obama could talk, Obama was a great speaker, he was charismatic to our side, right, and the, he's, every, a, he's a good actor, okay, you, whatever you want to call him, but Everybody else that's come after him has tried to mimic that, and it's just they, they they haven't been able to. Even white Democrats like Pete Buttigieg, I think, used to watch videos of Obama because if you watch him and the way he speaks and the way he does things, he tries to sound exactly like Barack Obama. So I think Obama like hurt a lot of this generation's you know Democrats because he was so good at what he did in terms of being charismatic and speaking and that and that kind of stuff that people just have not been able to live, live up to that. And I, somebody you you know brought up Cory Booker and Booker, and now everybody's joking about him being Spartacus because I think he tried to go for that and he just went for it wrong and it just it hasn't it didn't so now he's kind of out of the fray I don't think he'll be a candidate this time I mean he may I'm sure he wants to be but I don't think I don't think he will be I tell you I can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth I tell you who I think is going to be a future candidate mm. that's being groomed Chakwe no I, th- I think they're grooming him to be president I mean, what's the difference between running a, running a city into to a ground versus, I mean, being, I guess, versus being a two year state legislature? I guess you know what Pete Buttigieg was mayor of South Bend in Indiana. Yeah. I mean, what's the you know Jackson's bigger than South Bend, isn't it? Yeah, Trump, same Trump, Trump was never a, a politician. Yeah, I think I think they're they're going to need a young hotshot black guy at some point that can talk. And I, I'll give Chalkway this: he can talk into circles. He's yeah, you know, he's that makes sense that. to me. But he he he's a 
People, he's charismatic. He is. He, he checks is. off some boxes. He does. Again, I don't do. I think he'll win. Well, of course, they, they cheat to win. So yeah, I do think he can. But legitimately, no. But neither here nor there. I think you know, uh, there's going to be a guy like Chakway. They're, they're going to have to start looking down those those aisles. He's a, he's in good shape. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy, regardless of what I think about him. I mean, I'm just yeah. being honest. He's yeah. a good speaker. He's charismatic. He looks you in the eye when he talks to you. He's a good politician. Mm-hmm. No, he's not good at what he. He's not good at. His he's job. not good at. He's not good at like doing the job of. Yeah, a, but of he, like, he, yeah, he stayed like, at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not. I mean, yeah. I, you know, God, Again, I'll not, tell you not this, this time around. It, maybe, maybe four years. Maybe eight years, depending on what he does. Because I, I still think he's going to end up in Benny's seat. Well, you know, I think every black politician in the state of Mississippi says they're going to end up in Benny C. Haven't you heard that over the years? Like yeah. every one of them tries to, and I'm sure he, I'm sure that's an, ben, that's ben, an ambition of his. Benny going to die in that seat. Yeah, he's dying in that seat. I mean, just, right? He, Absolutely. He, what's the old white lady in California's name? Oh, uh, Diane Feinstein. He, he's going to be, he's going to die in Feinstein. That thing. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to. I think Benny's about seventy now, or maybe a little bit over than that. But uh, yeah, he's going to die in that seat. And I think you know, Chokeway. Um, he's also 400 pounds. So if he dies sooner rather than later. I think somebody like a Chakway is who they look at. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think. It's, I think that's definitely one of Chakway's ambitions. But I'll say this: I'll make a promise. You know, these uh, a, you know actors always say, if so and so wins the presidency, I'm leaving. If Chokeway wins the presidency, I think me and you need to move. <laughs> like, I'm out. We, well, let's just go. Let's find a you know a condo uh, in Belize or something because uh, we've talked enough crap about him for like a while. Yeah, we probably I, need to. We'd be on the revenge tour. I'm gonna get. I de- mean, I'm getting deplatformed. Yeah, we're just we're done. Like we have to go. All right, let's take a break. Come back. We'll be right back with Sean. York Cron on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back to the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, this segment brought to you by our friends right down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge Autos. And you're out car shopping this weekend. Get down to Crystal Springs. Great selection of quality pre-owned vehicles specializing in the ten dollars to $20,000 range. You can shop them online, mercyhouseautocenter.com. And look, you got an old vehicle in your driveway running or not. You want to donate it, get the tax write-off. If you got a clear title on the thing, give them a call. They'll come take it off your hands for you, and you'll get the tax write-off. And, uh, you can know that your donation is going to help put fathers back in homes and beat addiction as the money goes towards their Mercy House Teen Challenge. So, MercyHouseAutoCenter.com, located down in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Good, good folks doing the Lord's work. Check them out when you can. All right, Sean, let's shift gears. Yep. I love the Biden. I, lo- I love the speculative talk. I do. I, I, we could do. We could do a radio show every day about that and have just as much passion and fun doing it. Yeah. Uh, going to be interesting to see. I guess let, let's close it with this. Mm. When do you think, or what? What is the Rubicon moment for for eliminating? Uh, I, I keep saying eliminating. Yeah, you know what it's not like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't you mean don't it like that. Death, for making right. Biden go away. Like what, what, what is it? Is it is it when the the hunter they're supposed to um, and the news broke the other day that hunter is being going to be charged again? Yeah, on this gun stuff and all that. Is it when that indictment comes down? They say this is just a line too far. You know, y'all tried to put in a, a, immunity in that last deal, uh, forever immunity for anything you ever did previously, or could be charged with in the future for previous stuff. It, it all these emails and stuff that are coming out. They just. And, and him just silent, or do they have to twenty fifth amendment him? Um, well, you know, I think, I mean, I think you'd have to do it soon. I don't know when the deadline is. By the way, off the top of my head, or do you I just allow, the, or do you just allow somebody to primary him? 
Well, they're not, that's not going to happen because, I mean, he's going to, that's going to cause, that'd be a worse problem for him if, like, you know, the last time I think that's happened was 1980. Yeah. And with the, the whole that, which weakened Carter and, of course, many other things weakened Carter, but the Kennedy Carter primary fight was not good for the party. So I don't think that's going to happen. But, um, I don't know when the deadline is. I'd have to look that up. But also, I think, just think about it this way, just logically. Any candidate needs to start running now to raise money. Yeah. I mean, they need a lot of money. And, I mean, so they're going to have to start kicking it. You well, did, I feel like they need to make a decision on this fairly shortly. If he steps down, his money could be shifted to the PACs. Yeah, I don't know why the procedures about that, how that work. Maybe he could donate. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, me either. I, I definitely, definitely, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, going to be interesting. I think it happens here in the next 30 to 60 days. Yeah, I mean, because right now all you got on there is, you know, you got – Robert F. Kennedy and Marianne Williamson. And Marianne Williamson is a lunatic, by the way. I don't know if yeah. you ever listened to her speak yeah. or I was, I was watching her Bill Maher interview too. And she was crazy last time. It was kind of funny. She was so, she looks like one of those women that like is like reading from dark crystals and stuff. Yeah. And like the healing power of crystals. Like it's just strange. And, uh, <laughs> got, a, got, a, got a salt lamp. Yeah. Like I so, said, yeah, just one of those kinds of women. And, uh, and then, you know, RFK is not a, I mean, he, the Republicans love him, but he's not a serious candidate for the Democrats. So that's not going to happen either. And, I think, um, you know, so it's just going to, I think, you know, if somebody, unless the, I don't know when the filing deadline is, but I know that the money needs to be starting to be raised. I'll, I'll tell you this. Kennedy could absolutely take the black South. You, you know, I, I, that's an interesting point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting point. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if they decided to wrap their arms around him and say, you know what, we peel Trump voters away. We, we, I think you got a better chance of getting the, the, the 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 Trump voter that's tired of Trump, mm-hmm. but will vote for Trump over Biden or Kamala or any of that bunch. I think it, it, your best bet is a Kennedy, and then of course you're going to get the Democrats if he's the guy. Yeah, I mean everybody's going to go into their respective camps, but I think you know that in between voter. I, I I think I think Kennedy, I, Kennedy versus Trump. I, it's I think it's a toss up. Yeah, I mean, it just um, it's just, that's not going to happen. The, the black the, the the black vote going to go with it's just just my opinion. Yeah, looking historically at the black no, vote. I see the point you're making. I'm I not saying it's a. St- I'm just it's saying a Kennedy. It's not, it, it, yeah, what 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 his dad did uh, with, with black folks and just all that stuff and how much they loved his dad and his mm. uncle. Uh, man, it's, that's that's going to be tough. Yeah, I just um, you know, I mean, I, I see. Like, I don't, I don't. I'm not disputing your point. I just think that like he's like he's already kind of. But, but, he's a, but he's anti-vax and the government. Yeah, it's very, just not going to happen. I mean, it's just not going to happen. He's very pro-vax, and I mean, this is how this has become an, uh, an industrial complex. At this, the vaccine industrial complex. So he's that, also seen as the Republican running in the Democratic primary. To be honest with you, that's why it's never going to happen. You yeah, know? that's that's kind of the way he's viewed. Yeah, so. about, for the record, I'm not voting for a Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I just, I'm just saying that. You know, yeah, I, I think okay. it makes sense. You know, if we're, if, mm-hmm. you, if your goal is to win elections as a party, he, I think he could do it. Mm. You know, if you say, all right, this is our guy, let's put the machine. It'd be interesting. I tell you what, I mean, you know, you made some good points. It'd be an interesting thing to see. Um, But, you know, the the machine ain't going to let that happen. No, because too much of the machine's tied to Pfizer and these other things. And a, and a million other, yeah. It's just you know, um, just like, but it's just like Marianne Williamson's not going to be the nominee under any circumstances either. Yeah, you know? it's, it's going to be one of these one of these clone people that are just fall into line. Yeah, I mean, just like y'all have on your side, other than Trump, right? I mean, like those yeah. a lot of those, uh, there's a lot yeah, of clones exactly. there too. Absolutely. I mean, I mean well, that's just yeah, it's the same thing. It's a uniparty clone. I mean, there's issue. only one person on that stage that I that I wouldn't have had to hold my nose to vote for, and that would have been Vivek. Mm. I mean, I, and I love DeSantis. I was going through some hats that I've got at the house last night looking for a hat to wear. Ended up not wearing one, neither here nor there. But 
uh, uh, one of our listeners down in Florida sent me a cool hat, and it was a Trump DeSantis twenty twenty four hat. Oh yeah, you know that somebody had made. Sure, that's cool. And I was oh. like, how did we go from that being everybody's dream ticket to where we've gotten with this? What what a difference a year makes. Yeah, I mean, especially like if you go back to January of this year and how popular Ron DeSantis was because he just yeah. was coming off that huge elect- election victory in, in Florida. That I many, I mean, he, he you know sweeped up Miami Dade County. He, I think he, it was like I can't remember what the margin was. It was just killed that Charlie Chris guy. Yeah, and um, it seems he had so much momentum. And then he starts, but this is what happens. And then he starts campaigning. Everybody's like, man, this guy really sucks at campaigning. But he's really good at governing. Yeah, he's very good at governing. He's very very good governor. In Florida. I think he would be a very good president. I mean, I, I know all the new world order globalist stuff aside, mm-hmm. I think he would be a good president. But man, he, his messaging is not good. It's just terrible. And like, it's, but like you just said, he's very good at governing. Even like Democrats loved him in Florida. Republicans loved him. The guy is done. Was did a good job over there. And yeah, I mean, he just the, the hurricanes hit Florida. Man, he's on it. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's like clearly very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. But man, it's, uh, he should have waited. He should have waited four years. Yeah, this is, and now he's probably you know. I mean, there's you never say never. I mean, Nixon ran again. Reagan ran for president, I think, four times. So who yeah, knows? You never know. Somebody told me that. Um, somebody sent me a link. I, I didn't verify it, but that one of his super PACs dropped him and moved to Trump. Did they? I mean, I could see. I mean, would you want to keep dumping money on him if you're uh, no, no, not, not at, at this, this point. point. Not at this point. Mm. All right, let's take a break. Come back, land the plane for the day with Sean Yurkron. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, as we get ready to land the plane for the day, I want to appreciate everybody listening this week. Uh, I thought we had a week of great shows. Get out, support these great sponsors this weekend. You know who they are. We appreciate all of their support. We got some new ones getting ready to come on board. And hey, look, man, if you like what we do here, if you want to touch one of the most dependable audiences in Mississippi, in Central Mississippi, may I encourage you to advertise here on WYAB and on the Clay Edwards Show in particular. Reach out to me, Clay at WYAB.com. Or if you know my number, hit me up. If you know my Facebook, hit me up there, wherever. I'm very, very accessible. And uh, let's see what we can do for you and your business. Uh, we've been very successful with some. And uh, we've been very loyal to them. They've been very loyal to us. Let us help you grow and help keep us on the air here. And let us do what we do. I've enjoyed doing this. So would love to help you and your business. Hey, we also uh, have some special event packages. Are you bringing a special event to town, a concert, a rodeo, um, a fundraiser, anything like that? Let's talk about marketing for that, too. We can make it happen. In closing, I want to get something off my chest real quick. Every time I think the city of Jackson can't screw something up any worse than they already have, hashtag Chalkwaste Jackson, they find a new way to surprise... Well, over the whole mass test score scandal in JPS where they had to fire about 45 people or whatever the number was, they have now had to merge Witten Middle School and People's Middle School into People's. Not Witten, People's. Now, I'm a Witten alumni, Sean. Okay. I figured it was one of those schools you were alumni. Yeah. So I'm very solid. If I was a People's alumni, I wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. Their school is still open. It's the newest of the two is why they built a new one. Okay. Um. Whitten. People's have been open, what, 30, 40 years? Yeah, I mean, they've been open a long I don't know how long, but they've been open a long time. And uh, Witten is a South Jackson tradition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. 
uh, just so many great people went, went through there. I mean, just people I know. I mean, nobody famous that I know of except me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Kidding, I'm kidding. If you're on their Wikipedia site, you know, notable yeah, alumni. Yeah, like, you should. <laughs> that's should it. They're like, oh, God, he went here. Uh, All right, look, man. Look, so that's Jackson going to Jackson. Sean, thank you for coming in, brother. Yeah, Have a good weekend. You too. And I will be back here Monday. Check out my interview with country music sensation. Brian Martin, singer of FAFO, is on the podcast now. This will be available here in about 30 minutes. If you missed any of it, go back, listen, share it. See you tomorrow. See you Monday. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.